0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Flip Hacking Live podcast. This is Bill Allen and today I'm gonna answer the question of, I'm a CEO, I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, hey Bill, how many books should I be reading per year? The big question is this, how do you start or grow a real estate investing business that will give you the income and financial freedom you desire without losing a ton of money or wasting years of your life trying to figure it out all by yourself? That is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm your host, Bill Allen, and together, we are going behind closed doors so you can hack the country's top experts and learn the secret tips, tricks, and strategies that actually work in today's market. Welcome to the Flip Hacking Live podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, I wanna talk about a question that I got inside of the Mastermind Group recently, and I've heard it over and over and over again, and I have been guilty of this myself how many books should I read a year? So, I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. I want to grow my business. I want to change my mindset. I want to change my life, my financial future, all of these things. And people always ask, how many books do you read a year? Uh, how many books should I read a year? What's good? What, what's going to develop me? What's going to happen? So, a couple of years ago, about three years ago, I saw a guy that I know. His name is Jeremy, and he reads a ton of books. I would He's another military pilot. I would see him in the um, uh, all around the base, just reading books. He's got his Kindle everywhere he goes and he's reading and reading and reading. And then at the end of the year, he would put out this like, book report of 50, 60 books. And it was detailed information about each book, what he would recommend. And I, so I saw that for a couple of years and I said, man, I should probably read more. I read a lot of books. I listen on Audible, but at the time I was probably reading five or six books, maybe eight a year. And I said, well, I'll, if I just read more books, I'll probably be more effective and a better business owner. So I set out on this mission about four years ago to read 50 books a year. So I think it was 2017 and 2018. I said, I'm gonna read 50 books a year. So I went in. I think the first year I read like 38 books. The next year I read like 40 some books. So I failed both years, but I was reading and reading and reading and keeping a list. And I would, in the beginning of the year, I would go out and say, hey, I have this goal of reading 50 books. What do you guys have for me? What do you recommend? And it was all these people just throwing all kinds of books on this list. Then I would take it and I would boil it down to the ones that I thought I would be interested in and in all different genres and areas. I mean, it was fiction and nonfiction and and primarily personal development books that I picked, but people were putting all kinds of stuff on there. And after those couple years, I realized that I would read a book. I would retain some information and I would move on to the next book. It was like a checklist. It was like me saying, I need to read a book a week. So, I'm just going to knock this one out and move on to the next one. What I didn't do is I didn't effectively actually implement any of the things that I read in that book. And so, that made me really think. I was thinking about why am I doing this? What am, what am I reading? What am I getting out of it? Some of the books I would start reading and say, I, I just can't finish this. I, and I would get rid of it. I would stop I would turn it instead of, I would turn it red on my list instead of green. At the end, all my books that I read would be green and the red ones would be in red. And these are the ones that I didn't finish and I just stopped. So on this, on this uh, presentation, I'm going to give you the way that I do things now. And the things that I recommend to be able to get through different material faster. But this was a flawed concept and flawed thinking in my mind. I mean, you can see all of these different companies that are now saying like, CEOs, read hundred books. You guys should read all this stuff. Uh, so my opinion is you should not do that. Don't go out and read 50 books. Tyler Jensen posted, uh, hey, does anybody have any books they recommend? It was about nine months ago inside of our mastermind group. And I responded with that. I said, hey, man, um, I wouldn't recommend doing that, here's a couple books but what do you need now? And we got into this conversation and then just last week, we have a new member inside of our Seven Figure Altitude community that posted, I wanna, does anybody read 50 books a year? I want to read a lot more and this conversation kept going and I answered it similar direction but now some of the other mastermind members jumped in and said, hey, I wouldn't recommend doing that, this has been brought up and then I tagged Tyler and Tyler took the screenshot from me and our conversation and passed it on again. So. Here's why. So, 50 books, that's great. That's like a, a, a feather in the hat, reading 50 books and something that you say you could do. But you can't retain all of that information unless you are reading it over and over and over again. And you definitely won't implement the things that you need to implement. The other thing is you're just searching and looking for books. So, you'll just read anything. Like, I just want to get something on my list and check it off. Even if you are diligent about reading some very specific books, you're gonna be all over the place with 50. Now, if you wanna focus on sales, so what I say now to our, our members is, what do you need now? Like the books that I'm reading, people always ask me, what books are you reading? And part of the reason why I don't pass out, like tell what books I'm reading on stage or on the podcast or things like that, is because we are all in different places. Somebody else who's removed themselves from their business wants to be a CEO or an owner of the company where they're not involved, they need to be reading different books than those that are just getting started. So what you need now should be the first question that you ask. What is that one thing that you need to work on right now? Where is your focus need to be? Does it need to be on marketing? Does it need to be on sales? Does it need to be on uh, dispositions? Does it need to be on uh, estimating rehab costs? Does it need to be on money management, bookkeeping, hiring, training, onboarding people, leadership? What do you need right now? And that's the first question that you'd ask yourself. And if you need something like sales, then you can actually come to a conversation like this and say, hey Bill, I really need help Uh, on sales. My sales and negotiation uh, techniques need to be refined so I can put more houses under contract. I'm getting leads, but I'm not able to close deals. So then I'd say, okay, here's a couple books that I would recommend for that, that I've read that I thought were amazing. We have so many people out there who have been able to Take this information and pare it down and say, look, all these ones that I turn red on my list are ones that I would not recommend to you. All these ones that are green are fantastic. I recommend you read them. So when you ask that, that's a totally different question than saying, hey, I want to read 50 books this year. What do you guys recommend? People are going to recommend books that change them and they're in a different place than you. So that's step one. What do you need right now? Step two is actually reading the book, taking notes and putting it into practice. And don't move on until you've implemented all the things, the tangible items, the things that you want to actually do from that book and implement it into your business, into your process, your procedure, whatever it is. But you are doing it. So if it's sales, you're starting to learn these sales techniques. You're recording your appointments. You're coming back and you're watching game film. You're analyzing that stuff. And then you're going back out and doing it again. And then you maybe you're going back to the book to say, okay, hey, I did these things. I need to actually brush up on this. I wasn't I wasn't mirroring. I wasn't labeling properly. I wasn't doing all the things in sales that I need to do from this book. Right? And then you implement that and then you get that wired and then it's okay. What do I need next? What's the next thing that I need? Now I got all these houses under contract and I'm selling. Okay. Now I might need to start working about taxes and you start where I'm making a ton of money. I'm paying a lot of taxes. Maybe I want to read some books on that. So, and then maybe you're hiring somebody and you say, well, now I got to hire a salesperson. Well, sales management is a little bit different than actually doing the sales. So where are you now and what do you need next? That's the key. So implement what you've done and then move on to the next thing. And that next thing is another book. And then you're going out for another recommendation. But what happens is we constantly move to the next thing before we've got that other skill set wired or done or actually implemented. see so many times people are reading a book, they're putting it on a shelf and then they're gone. Next thing, next thing, more books, more books, more books. But all you're doing is running in place. You're on a treadmill. You're not actually moving forward. So this year I'll probably read eight or nine books, maybe 10, but I will be implementing the things that I read. So I'm reading a book and I'm actually doing the steps, coming back to the book. and and implementing. So, I am looking for very specific things in personal development, leadership, relationships, um, family life. Uh, I've I've mentioned the TechWise family a couple times. Like, I'm reading that book and actually trying to do the things that they teach inside that book to remove myself from technology when I'm home with my family. All of the things that I'm actually doing, like, I am diving into these books. I have a stack. I have tons of books that people will send me or I'll have, I'll buy on a whim, those kind of things, but I'm not going to read them until I get to the place that I need them. They look interesting. They're going in the queue. So here's, here's how I do it. I want to leave you guys with this. Here's how I read books and I'm able to get through things fast and actually like download the content and decide whether I want to take action on it or move on to the next thing. So for you guys, I'm, I'm like a, a curator of information the way I look at this and I'm gonna go out and look at different books and different courses and different, um, different events that I go to and things and quotes and podcasts and all these other things so I can bring the best stuff to you guys so you don't have to go out there and search for it all. And that's what our event Flip Hacking Live is all about. We spend three days just taking, curating all the content from all of our mastermind members over the last year and projecting what's gonna happen in the future and we present it right there for three days. So, all you have to do is buy a ticket, spend three days with us. You get all like, it's like taking the juice from an orange and squeezing it down and concentrating it into like an ice cube. So, this thing is like super potent and that's what we do at these events and, and the podcast and everything that's here. So, here's what I do. I get the book on Audible and I listen to it to, on two to three three times speed if I can. Like I try to get it as fast as I can so I can get, I can get the information. And I'll, I'll go through it pretty quickly on Audible. If it's absolutely amazing book, if it's the thing that I need, sometimes I just stop it after 10, 15 minutes, uh, you know, half hour. I'm like, I, this is just not my style and it's gone. But what I do is when I find that one that I really love, it's been recommended to me and it's amazing. Like Extreme Ownership, for example. I probably read this book I've listened to it 15 times on Audible, probably read it in hard copy two or three times. And same with uh, The Go-Giver. These are books that I think just anybody can read at any point is going to give you massive value. And so I'll I'll listen to them on Audible really fast. And then what I'll do is I'll buy the book. So I'll get the hard copy. So what I do is on my bookshelf, the hard copy books that I have, these are like the gold books. These are like the gold mine, right? If you ever, uh, uh, Gl- the Glen Gary leads, these are like the top books for me. And if they're on my bookshelf, they're amazing. And I would recommend them to anybody. So when somebody says, Hey, I need a sales book, all I do is I look over to my bookshelf and I look at the three sales books that I have on my bookshelf. And I say, here's the top three that I would recommend for you. Not all the ones that I've listened to, all the things that have, didn't make the cut. This is, so I don't just buy books to put them fill up a bookshelf that's massive along the whole wall. I will pare it down then I'll buy the hard copy and then I go through the hard copy and I actually work through it so I'll actually like write down notes I'll highlight things I'll I'll work through that book and that's when I know that it's going to go on the shelf this is this thing's in the vault so in the future come January 1st or anytime that I need something I can say hey I need to work on this skill set go over to the bookshelf and grab that book. So those are my tips. Don't go read 50 books. That's the way that I read. That's the way I can get through things fast. That's the way I can um, like download all of this content, figure out what's like the, the cream rises to the top, right? The best stuff will rise to the top and when it rises to the top, I put it on the bookshelf. So my bookshelf doesn't have a ton of books on it. It's probably got 30, 40 books on there max. And these are the things that, that I absolutely love that I would recommend to anybody. And then usually when somebody's at the house or needs something, I'll just send it to them. So sometimes I'll buy five, six, 10 copies and I'll send them one if I need to. So that's what I've got for you guys today. Don't go out and read 50 books just to read 50 books. Read them because you, you need that content and, and go out and say, what do I need now? What do I need now? Implement that stuff and then say, okay, what do I need now? Now that I got that wired, I'm going to move over here. What do I need next? And you're probably only going to get through, you know, five, 10 books a year and that's okay. Uh, One book a month is massively powerful if you're actually implementing those things. So those, that's my advice to you on reading books. A ton of people will talk about how many books they've read, all that stuff. I mean, just turn to them and ask them like, how much of that have you actually been able to implement? And the answer is usually like a lot less than somebody who might read five to 10 books. So maybe an unpopular opinion, but that's mine and I'm sticking to it. So, all right. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I, Get that question all the time. It seems like so many people nowadays they just want to read more and more. There's just more information. Like we want everything now. Like just read more, dive into more content. It's not what it's all about. It's about the implementation. The implementation is key. So if you guys love this, take a screenshot of the podcast, tag me at Bill Allen REI, share it on social media, tell your friends about it, subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating and review that. Is amazing for podcasters the ratings and rating and reviews I read every single one of them it's absolutely amazing we're approaching hundred ratings and reviews right now and I want to get to 200 in the next week Like, can we get to 200 together and don't forget to get your ticket to flip hacking live like this is an absolute must end event you cannot miss this it's virtual this year if you couldn't go in the past and you missed out on every event that we've done for the last four years you don't have to miss it this year You don't have to get on a plane, you don't have to travel, you don't have to do all those things. You don't have to negotiate time away from your family. Get your ticket, go to flippackinglive.com right now, grab your ticket, don't miss out on this year's event. This is going to prepare you for the opportunity that's coming in the future. The people that we put on stage are gonna be absolutely amazing. They're gonna be talking about what they're doing in their business right now, what they're thinking about in the future and over the next year, what they're going to be doing to prepare if the market does shift, the market does change. We see more foreclosures and all these things and deals become a little bit easier to see. So what are they doing with their team, their staff, their marketing budgets? All of those things are going to be shared this year at the event. You cannot miss it. Go to fliphackinglive.com and grab a ticket. I will see you guys on the next podcast. Hey, it's Bill again and I want to personally invite you to our biggest event of the year, Flip Hacking Live. If you could copy the exact deal sources, marketing strategies, negotiation tactics, and business systems of the most successful house slippers and wholesalers in the nation, how would that change your business? Flippacking Live is a three-day event that we do just once per year, and it's happening October 15th through the 17th. We bring in the nation's top wholesalers and house slippers to walk you through everything they're doing. How they're marketing directly to sellers, how they're picking up discounted off-market properties, how they're doubling their close ratio with the right negotiation tactics, how they're raising millions of dollars in private money, the things they're doing that other investors aren't doing, all of it. These are the guys and gals who are actively doing deals at a high volume in today's market all across the country. You get their full attention for three days they have agreed to hold nothing back and you'll be right there with them so you can ask questions and get clarification on anything that you need this is your chance to hack the nation's top flippers and wholesalers and ethically steal their exact strategies and systems all you have to do is take notes ask questions and apply what you learn but first you need to get a ticket we've sold out every year and ticket prices go up every few months So go to FlipHackingLive.com right now and get your tickets today. FlipHackingLive.com, October 15th through the 17th. This is an event that you cannot afford to miss.